Welcome to Somewhat Nerd Radio. I'm your host. I'm Starf Chris. I'm Critter. And we have a special guest in the studio. Watch your mouse on Ken Petrie. Good evening. How's it going? Thank you for being here. We also have some more episodes coming up. Um, the next two episodes, and we're pretty much going to donate this as the Watch Your Mouth Month. Hey, Good. That works for me. Good for you. Watch Your um, Month. <laughs> we have a crossover episode with Dan and Ken coming up, and we also mm-hmm. have an episode with just Dan where we talk about cryptozoology. Yeah, that thing. Cryptids. It should be interesting. So make sure you stay tuned to that. They'll it's slightly them. educational. I mean, like, if you base education off, like, loose knowledge of things, yeah, it's, it's educational. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, go do that. Obviously, this is my first time in this studio, and I, I've heard the descriptions listening to somewhat nerdy radio, but this is... This kind of reminds me of when I went to the Vatican. <laughs> You've been so? to the Vatican. I've been to the Vatican. And also, how so? This reminds me of the Vatican. You look around... Any, if you go to the Vatican, any direction you look in, it's just sensory overload. Like, there's so much going on in every square inch of the place that you can't just give it a sweep. You can't just pan through the room. You have to stop. Done. Done. <laughs> nope. You have to stop every few degrees and just focus on everything there. And you're still not going to get all of it. So, uh, this is an impressive, to say the absolute very least, an impressive collection of... This things. Is, this things. Things. This is years and years of uh, my wife being a very understanding woman. So. <laughs> yeah, she'd have to be. Yeah, yeah. You found she'd yourself a keeper, sir. But the beauty of uh, action figures on the wall, mm-hmm. soundproofing. Very true. We get no echo in this room. We have no soundproofing nope. in here. And and I'm on Watch Your Mouth as well. We got we got blankets. Tons of, like, we uh, got you have blank foam? walls? No, no. We record in a blanket fort. It's so, just two couch cushions. With, and we get real intimate with a fleece share, throw right we just share a microphone with, with a blanket over our head and a flashlight in our faces flashlight pointed upward and as we mentioned ken is from the watch your mouth podcast there's always an ad in our podcast for y'all podcast so if you're not listening to that make sure you go subscribe to their podcast it is an awesome awesome podcast what is it it's a swearity what is a swearity well i can't curse right now well <laughs> oh believe me the whole way over here i'm just like drilling in my head i right, do not curse do not curse just 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 flip the switch imagine you're doing a church gig or something <laughs> i mean i already said i was at the vatican so we're, we're we're getting there so ken why don't you explain to us what a swearity is basically it's, it's just exactly what the the portmanteau suggests it's a combination of swearing and charity we swear a whole lot throughout the episode so that I should probably give any potential listeners a warning about that. Tons of foul language, but we make several hundreds. Hundreds. Let's be, let's be each specific. Podcast. Each, yeah. each episode, each podcast, couple hundred. Yeah, and we know that because we keep tab literally of how many times we swear in a given episode because we charge ourselves ten cents per infraction, and every ten episodes, which we call semesters, every collection of ten episodes, we pile the funds together, put them in a swear jar. And the proceeds of that swear jar go to a charitable organization. So right now, we actually just wrapped up episode 90, and we were swearing for the Songs for Kids Foundation. And those guys are awesome. They go to places like a children's hospital, and they will perform music for the kids. But in addition to that, they teach them the basics of recording. They teach them how to play musical instruments, music theory. So it's it's much more than gets, just gets them involved. Exactly gives them gives them a thing to like look forward to, and then just hey, I'm gonna hear something. Like I got I got a job. I'm doing some gotcha. I'm doing some cool stuff. Right. Just... Oh, I'm a recorded artist. What have you done? <laughs> exactly. 
So if you want to hear more about Watch Your Mouth Podcast, we'll have links to their Facebook, Twitter, uh, their website, their podcast links in the show notes page on someonenerd.com. To follow us, make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and every other thing. Go leave us a review if you're listening to this podcast on whatever podcast app you're listening to. You're already doing a good job for listening. Stop. No, don't stop. Continue listening. I think you can do it at the same time. And hit the five-star button. Go to iTunes. Give There's us no the danger here. I just, I'm like, I want to point out all the stars. Danger's not here, and it's my fault this time. Uh, Did, did something happen to Danger? He killed him. <laughs> I didn't. Don't put that on the universe. <laughs> So danger was he scheduled. Didn't kill him. <laughs> danger was scheduled to record with us on Fourth uh, of July weekend. Okay, I blew out my knee. Oh, my knee got to size of like just a baseball took a room, size. Just took a Roman candle right to the knee. You're like, ah, screw it. It was Boom. like it was like two days before Fourth of July, and then Fourth of July, I really sat around the house with like a knee the size of a baseball. Uh, and then my wife threw out her back all at the same time, so I had uh. to cancel the podcast. So danger is we had to record the following weekend, which means danger is on vacation at the moment. So means he missed the podcast. So all the danger fans in the universe. I'm sorry. It's my fault this time. Every other time, it's been Dangerous' fault. Yep. I just want to point that out. This time, no. This time, it has not been. We have a merch store. Go buy t-shirts. Thank you for everybody that's been buying t-shirts. That's been really awesome. Um, they're really nice. Uh, if you want to pass this along to Danger, or maybe he'll hear this in the episode he will. When, it, when it finally uh, airs, uh, I want to record a, uh, a music clip. It'll just be very short, but it'd be in the uh, in the same vein of Let the Bodies Hit the Floor, but it would be uh, Let the Ice Cream Shoot the Foam. <laughs> Be like, let the ice cream shoot the foam. Let the ice cream shoot the He would love that. I think he would. That'll be that would be his intro from now on for anything. If he's not, I mean, he's just walking into a place, someone else's house. He's like, hey, play this, plug it in. It's like, I'm gonna go outside and just cue me. Right when it kicks in, I'll swing the door open. So before we get into the catch up, we have a kind of a tradition on this show. Mm-hmm. Of drinking thing of that came from our no we always drink but we we have a tradition that we did ecto cooler we did uh, Ooh, booze. we heard we about did, uh, Pepsi uh, clear What's crystal Pepsi crystal Pepsi it's terrible is that the Pepsi with the meth in it no yep. it's the clear one <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's clear yeah, meth. yeah yeah it's meth yeah. so we Good have kind of a clear, tradition of drinking that. things from our past mm-hmm. probably something that we of all drank in the nineties or something like that so I have a special drink for y'all tonight. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's reaching for something. Oh, please let it be good. Oh, Don't let it be Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> Is it Zima? Oh God, it's fucking Zima. It's Zima. <laughs> In the nineties, I drank uh, way more than this what? than I should have. What is this craziness? You Have know you what? never had a Zima? No, I mean I've I've always known about Zima. I had a Zima at the Coors Brewery. How long ago? 2006. Okay, so they were still making it at the time. Well, it was they were trying to re-release it into something being what it was. It was the whole thing is from what I understand about this drink, like in Japan and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This is big. Like they this still make they, they still, still make it. Over there. Oh, okay, okay. Um, well, that they, makes sense. They canceled it over here because we're about to find out. I'm sure my memory of this. Is way better than what the drink is. I was just about to ask if if you've tasted it since it's been released. No, you have. Like I'm going to try it right now live okay. with y'all because I want. I actually want to know now that it's come back. Does it taste the way it does? Because if you were to ask me, <laughs> when you were 12, what it tastes like, <laughs> and like, oh, <laughs> no. I'm wild. If you were to ask me about beverages 
about which I was nostalgic, my immediate answer would have been Surge, but now Surge is back. Surge is back. You gotta find it. But, but it's delicious. Oh, we did that on the show too. Yeah. yeah, we oh, did yeah. Surge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Surge is delicious. Yeah, Crystal is. Pepsi, not as delicious. And Zima, so far, smells like a fart. <laughs> Really? All right, let's take a listen. And really, Zima, if you think about it, remember the old oh, commercials? Yeah, it they, does it smell good. They were the Michelob Ultra of the malt liquor world. I remember, I want to say it was the first Zima ad I ever saw. It was people playing sports. It's like me, Ultimate yeah, Frisbee. It was people playing Ultimate Frisbee, wasn't it? Uh, no, the, what I heard was, or the one that I remember seeing, was a guy was trying to pick up on a girl. And they were having a conversation, but they were swapping out all their S's with Z's. So he'd walk That's up annoying. to her and he'd be like, "What's your sign?" And she'd look at him and go, "Stop," which <laughs> which made it made her sound like she had a sinus infection. Stop saying that. All right, let's like I'm really <laughs> regretting this after smelling it. Dude, uh, yeah, this smells like <laughs> well, stale odules. I'll take a sip. <laughs> tastes better. Uh, it's not. It's not. It's not good. It's not right. good. You know I mean, what? but it's it not tastes bad. better and it smells. Yeah. Okay, I figured it out. You know what this is? If a fart you smelled ended up not tasting so bad. You know what this kind of reminds me of? Um, like cheap champagne. Yeah, yeah. Like, like cheap alcohol. Yeah, or like it's like a rosé or an osti. Oh, that's not like good. A cheap osti. Um, I'm not encouraging y'all. This is bottled. To finish this. This is zbumanti. I mean, I'm gonna. It's in front of me. So I'm, I'm yeah, gonna it's, drink it. It's gonna so. get devoured. So this tradition that we've done in someone near radio, I'm no longer happy about it. <laughs> you know what? Traditions aren't about being happy. They're about maintaining. Like I remember, the, I remember See also like, marriage. I, and <laughs> <laughs> I remember in high school drinking a lot of these, like a lot of them. Like but in high school, like the bar was so much lower then. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, like it was anything. just whatever you can get. I whatever remember, I remember drinking get. hot red dog out of a trunk of some person's car. You're like, yeah, I got beer. It's hot red dog, and you're like, all right, I'll take it. Whatever. whatever. Well, they're selling you on it. Like, if you thought it tasted good cold. Then you're going to be sadly disappointed. <laughs> Wait till you're digging it out of the trunk of an escort. So we're going to go ahead and, uh, as we continue to drink our Zimas and move into the ketchup. That sounded like the most least manly thing you could possibly say. <laughs> we like, drink our Zimas. As we drink our Zimas. Our, uh, refreshing citrus beverage. I don't, I'm not picking up any citrus whatsoever. <laughs> it's like Sprite. This is like Sprite mixed. This is Somebody made, somebody decided, they tried to make a mimosa. With cheap champagne and Sprite. And that's what we got. What oh you... my god. That is exactly it. it that is. is it. Did that I just is, nail it? That is... Whew. I think you just... Like, people at Zima are just going, crap, crap, crap. Uh, we've been figured out. Crack the code. I mean, why buy our product when <laughs> you just do this? Just make Sierra Mimosa. So, continuing, Critter, what have you been up to since we've been back together? Actually, before you get into it, I want to apologize to you about our last episode. We Why did is the, that? The Nerds of the Square Circle podcast, uh, I think it was our last episode, where we crossed over. Well, Misty. we did the Hidden Gems. Did we? Okay, okay. Two episodes ago, me and Sam tried to convince you to go to a wrestling event. Well, okay. If that's what you're apologizing for, I didn't go because I broke out in some kind of weird thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know why you didn't go. There was a few people at the wrestling event and was like, I don't see any Critter. Where's Critter at? It's like, well, Just... I mean, you listen to the podcast. You know he wasn't coming. So. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you a hard maybe. Uh, I'm sorry that... Um, hard maybe. I'm going to use that now. It, the hard maybe was Best a answer no. you can give anybody for anything. Like, hey, you want to come? Hard maybe. Hard maybe. <laughs> I've heard from a few listeners that we were kind of hard on you. Honestly, I re-listened to it. And I was a little... I was a little... Uh, I was like, ooh. 
Ooh, even myself, I was a little like, salty. Yeah, this is a, little, a little salty, a little rough. Yeah, I've actually uh, heard enough about this episode from outside sources that I'm I'm hesitant to hear it. It's not that bad. No, okay, <laughs> you know it is. Uh, it's s- it's not. It's just it's not what it is. It it's defending a lot of wrestling Hard stuff, maybe. and it was it's it, it wasn't like I was just crapping on wrestling. It was just like I'm not interested in wrestling, and it was a lot of why aren't you? Oh, you not. Was. So you're not interested, therefore you must dislike it. Yeah. Okay. And I and don't that, care. That's how it was perceived. Okay. No, I get that. I'm it's sorry. like how I feel about the Zima. Like, yeah, it's okay, but I'm not gonna ever drink this ever again. Ever again. Unless someone just gives it to me. I have me. three more. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry about the last episode. The, the, totally the fine. crossover. I'm more sorry for Sam. He doesn't listen to this podcast, so I can apologize for him. He wasn't he was a butt. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, continue with your catch-up. What have you been up to, uh, other than not showing up to the wrestling event with me? I have been catching up on a lot of old shows. So, I recently, I've said this in past episodes, I I caught up on all the old animated Batman episodes. Awesome. Even even when they switch over the new animation style. Like the the fourth series? Yeah. uh, I wasn't a huge fan of that change. Still good. Still good now. Still good. And... I've been watching a lot of other shows, and one of the shows I've been watching is the Spawn HBO show. Yeah, that show's really hmm. good. Oh, well, it's slow. It's slow. Yeah, it I mean, if you like fast-paced action, that is not the show for you. I mean, stick with Batman animated series or Superman. Spawn is a long-run series. And it's not long-run. It's only three seasons. But, dear God, give it some time. It builds up. It gets good. But you got you to gotta be patient. I actually okay. watched the last uh, live action movie last night. Yeah. yeah. Well, Michael Jai White, man. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Dude, I honestly, I don't. Every time I watch him in a fight, I'm like, that dude could take anybody. <laughs> that John Leguizamo was the clown. Yes. yes. That one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Michael Jai White has been in so many like action movies that if he were to like just show up in person, like, bruh, he's got it. <laughs> he can beat up anybody. <laughs> I watch so many movies where he fights. Oh, this is our best underground fighter. And this Michael J. White's just some new guy, and he just demolishes him. Doesn't even try. It's not even like a Jean-Claude Van Damme, where at least Jean-Claude Van Damme suffers a little bit before he wins. Michael J. White just dominates. And honestly, I see it. There's no way he any, he could lose to somebody. Spawn is bad. Like, the movie is bad. Yeah, it's bad. But I love it. Tom McFarlane knows it's bad. Oh, that's... We could, we, could, we could unleash an entire category of movies that Are could bad, even objectively yeah. be bad movies, but we uh, still like them. Street Fighter, for example. I love that oh, movie, right? Excellent example. <laughs> See, you know why I like Street Fighter? Let's go ahead and get on Gomez Adams. Cross. For one, yeah. awesome. It is a movie that tried to write a script differently than a fight tournament. Right. They figured out a story with all these characters that you wouldn't think of just by playing the fighting game. Sure. No, yeah, they give them the, some more the story. Movie good? Yeah, probably not. No, well, but I, mean, I love it. Let's say they try to do the fight tournament thing. It's like, well, now we're doing this Enter the Fist Mortal Kombat yeah, thing. Yeah, it's yeah. been done a bajillion times, and uh, I think it was done before Mortal Kombat, though. The it movie, might, uh, it, it came out around yeah. the same time. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I didn't, I didn't delve deep enough to look at the timeline, but <laughs> <laughs> they probably thought, you know, that plot's already sort of been done. But you're right; they did try to take it in a different direction. And they even had um, lot, well, kind of semi-logical explanations for some of the characters that were in the movie. Sure, like Blanca, Blanca, Dulcim, Dulcim. Yeah, it's like it was. It was better than just going, "Oh, it's a fight tournament." Yeah, I love that movie. Or how? And plus, how Bison floats. Gomez is those, awesome. His light up kicks. <laughs> really, really, that's it. 
I've been doing a lot of that. Just kind of enjoying life. Just kicking it. How about you, Ken? Since you're 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 new to the show, first time on someone on radio. Catch us up. What have you been up to? What? How's birth? <laughs> it started well, all this year. Is, this is your first show. You tell us how the birth was and yeah. early development and I, whatever. Uh, I did a little math, and it turns out I think I might have been a Halloween party baby. Nice, based on where things landed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, most recently, I um, I've actually I spent this this afternoon and all of yesterday. Well, not all of yesterday, but part of yesterday, putting together a voiceover reel. I'm trying to get into really? some. Yeah. yeah, some. You had the voice for it, well, obviously. Much appreciated. So, but I, but I've never put one of these together before, so I had no idea what exactly to put in. So I did one where I'm kind of doing the the deep, gritty sort of thing, like what you'd hear for a truck ad. I did one that's a bit more lighthearted and sweet, kind of like for a uh, like a website builder or something like that. I did one with an accent, which... <laughs> what, what accent? Kind of southern, almost bordering on Texas drawl. It was for a barbecue joint spot. And then I did one where it was nice. a straight reading where I read out of one of my books. So I don't know if that's going to be too long, completely useless... But uh, I think you should redo this, but just sing rap lyrics. But speak same, <laughs> you know, them. just, just say yeah. them. Yeah, like William just Shatner, these lyrics, but in your voice. Murder was the case that they gave me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that could work. <laughs> You're a big fine woman. Won't you back that thing up? <laughs> Call the cops when you see Tupac. Like, yeah, I could do a whole lot West of Coast till I die. <laughs> and uh, if you know me, you know that that's an impressive amount of digging for rap lyrics. Because that's, <laughs> that's about all I got. You know nothing. And I only know that from the uh, the video of, of uh, Barney with uh, Tupac put over it. Nice. Oh, yeah. What else am that's I doing? That's actually very impressive. Um, what made you decide to do that? Voice. Uh, your so, voice. Is, is, it us, is it us just nudging you? Like, and your you, people you're telling you about your voice. Kind of. It, it is a little bit of that. I've been doing the podcast for two years now, and people ask me, I mean, are you doing anything with your voice? Because your face isn't doing you any favors. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. You're, you're, you play uh, in a band, too, right? I do, yeah. I, I'm a musician. It's... And recently, you've traveled to Canada? Canada. Yeah. yeah. That... That kind of fell in my lap. The uh, these guys called me. They knew me. I because uh, I filled in with them once, and they bass said, "Bass hey, player, bass." Yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, if anyone is just getting started in music, go ahead and pick up the bass. Yeah, you're gonna get a lot of of flack, flack and guff from everybody. But let me tell you something. You're if you're halfway decent, if you're just even remotely worth your salt, i.e., sober, and you have a tenuous grasp on uh, music theory, you're you're gonna be worth your weight in gold. Yeah, the market demand is going to be up there. So these guys call me. They say, we have a gig. It's a corporate gig. I'm like, oh, sweet. I like corporate gigs. I said, uh, just a bit of a hang-up. It's in Quebec. Uh, <laughs> all right. And they said, their base is... Quebec, basis- Missouri? <laughs> <laughs> just pick a state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it's kind of that letdown. It's like, it's in Philadelphia. <laughs> Mississippi. Uh, there is a Philadelphia, Mississippi. Philadelphia. Yeah. You know, did you know there's a Transylvania... Louisiana. I'm moving there. What? Yep. I'm moving there now. Real thing. Dude, when I was podcast will now be there. When I was a kid, I used to be scared to death because I Pennsylvania. heard Pennsylvania. Yeah, I heard that vampires and werewolves and they all came from Transylvania, but I confused that with Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. That's, that's right. right. My that, neck that, of the woods. That's right. 
It's my country. That's, it's, it's connected. They can my, walk down here. My soil, that action's happening on. They can we'll just walk right on down here. <laughs> they just float on over. Then I'm done for. So, yeah, but they, uh, they said it was it was in Montreal, and their basis had some issue getting his passport cleared. So, voila. But I ended up in Canada. Um, but, yeah, but the bulk of the gigs that I play, they're, they're weddings. And don't get me wrong. Weddings are awesome. They pay. They pay well. Uh, everyone's having a good time because it's a wedding. And... The more liquor that gets dumped down people's guts, the better you the sound. Better you sound. Yeah. The better we sound, the more fun they end up having. You play how many instruments? I guess technically three total. Primarily bass. Right behind that is guitar, and coming in in third is bagpipes. That's a okay. Oh, yeah, well, that's <laughs> that's different. That's, that's okay. a little bit different. I <laughs> yeah, was like it's... piano or something. No, 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 no. It was, Go from string to horn. It was it was a toss to between. Wind. I'm sorry. That and theremin. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I could either do funerals or sci-fi Conventions <laughs> exclusively. <laughs> right. Which, with someone nerdy, we may have an audience for that. Yeah. What about you, Snarf Chris? Well, uh, uh, I, th- I guess it was a couple of weeks ago. We had the Wildcat event in the city that you bailed uh, out on us. I didn't bail. I Dave. Did. It was, well, it was a slight bail, but it wasn't a bail bail. Yeah, I'm soft giving you bail. like everybody's, soft bail. Everybody's it wasn't listening. like my hard maybe. It was more like a soft bail. Everybody that listened to the podcast that kind of gave Critter a bunch of crap about it because I ran into a few of the people that listened to the podcast at the wrestling event and there, everybody was like, where's Critter? I'm giving Critter a full excuse this time. Hard, this time. hard excuse on the soft bail. It's not. It's his fault, but it's not his fault. It's a soft bail. He's, he's coming to the next one. <laughs> We'll um, see. Hard, maybe. I hate that. Uh, the wrestling event turned out good. It was at the Shamrock. Yeah. Shamrock's a cool place. Yeah. Uh, I used to so live had, right down the street from that. Joint. Really? Yeah. yeah. So they had a wrestling ring right in the middle of it, which was kind of weird because uh, every time... It's on the second floor. Yeah, on the second floor. So every time yeah. somebody happened in the ring, you could fill it in the whole entire building. Wow. Like, Calm down, everybody. I'm like, just glad we never had to play there because I don't think they have an elevator. No, so, no, they definitely have like thirty step stairs that yeah. leads right up. No, to it's it, like yeah. a freaking Aztec temple, which, which makes I, me think, how did they get a wrestling ring into it? When yeah. the light hits it a certain way, it creates a serpent down the stairs. Oh, that's interesting. And puts this in respect. That happens in the Aztec temples. The foot in respect of the the ring is there, and if they're standing on the top rope, they were touching the roof. Oh, so and one of the guys actually like kind of shimmied. Across one of the I beams that were there, so yeah, I wouldn't touch uh, the roof in that place. You, uh, the wrestling event turned out cool. Razor blades. Uh, it was kind of cool to meet some of the people that listen to the Spray podcast. Asbestos. <laughs> uh, I got to meet one of my favorite wrestlers, uh, Sandman. He poured beer down my throat and gave me the beer, and it's now signed right there, all rednecky wise. Oh, okay, and Budweiser. I was actually, I was why there's a random Budweiser can there, empty the can old of cricket. <laughs> The old red cricket. It's an old school ECW wrestler, like okay. early 2000s, late 90s. Uh, so he was the same man. He would walk through the crowd and pour beer down people's throat. Oh, okay. That was his... And okay. he, sm- he, like, he smoked a cigarette while he was doing it and all the everything. These wrestlers, uh, these wrestlers and their health kicks. Yeah. Uh, he never... I'm act- not even in shape. He's <laughs> clearly just... This dude is like gross looking. Older. Mm-hmm. Look pretty good. Uh, so he came right in front of us, poured beer down me and uh, Sam, which is the co-host of uh, There's a Square Circle, throat, mm-hmm. and he handed me the beer can. Nice. It was the highlight of my night. Nobody else cares, but it was awesome to me. I was gonna say, never if you're if you're talking about something wrestling related, don't ever feel like you're over explaining because I know <laughs> nothing. Just zilch, nada. I've uh, listened to the podcast a few times. I know everything about wrestling that I need to know. <laughs> 
I've listened to it, and I can tell that the the guys on the show definitely know their stuff. Phil and Sam are was like some kind of blessing in the skies that came from the heavens to the the podcast because the podcast was me and my wife at first. Oh yeah, it didn't work out, and then Sam and Philip came to the podcast. Wait, and wait, it, wait, we got way better. Are y'all still married? Yeah, we are. <laughs> Don't work out. We got divorced. Don't worry about it. She she doesn't listen. I to kept this the podcast. podcast. Got rid of her. Do you think you can tinker with podcasts? This is the kind of stuff that can happen. She doesn't listen to any of the podcasts, so it's fine. <laughs> this is ah. fun. We can say whatever. Um, but that's basically what I've been up to. Uh, a lot of TV recently. There was a glow on Netflix, which is a wrestling TV show, where they were talking about the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, which is, was the glow. 80- yeah. Ah, okay. So there was an 80s promotion that was just an all women's promotion. So there's a uh, hot. Yeah. That's basically what it was marketed as. Uh, but it has Mar- Mark Marrow. Oh, Mark Marin? Yes. Okay. He's the main uh, guy in it. And it's him leading a wrestling promotion. It's it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> so just imagine his stand up. Yeah. Him bossing women around. That okay. See, I think it's on Netflix. Go watch it. It's I don't awesome. know why. Like when you mentioned like women of wrestling, my immediate thought were women with like giant teased up eighties hair and like spandex onesies. Yes, that's what it is. Shooting you with tennis balls from American Gladiator. Like that giant. It's very close. It's very close. Balls. It's all of that yes. except it's the just... tennis balls. No, the tennis ball thing might have happened. I don't know. That's <laughs> so... <laughs> how so we wrestle here. Wrestling. Whatever happened to those things? If those are just the tennis ball machines. Yeah. If those are just sitting in a prop room somewhere, I'm going to be very. I don't upset. know. Like uh, there was they all... made them in t-shirt cannons. Yes, they did do that. Ah, yeah, they got yeah, repurposed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tennis Ho- balls. To Hulk t-shirts. Hogan uh, hosted the newest show that came out quite a few years ago now. Yeah, it's probably about 10 years ago. Is now. it? It seems like it was way longer. Well, that's because we're older. Yeah, the, older. the ratio of time seems smaller, so it doesn't seem that long it ago. wasn't Hulk Hogan. Uh, it's sad because I don't know the full story about this, but I think Hulk Hogan, and I immediately think of some weird thing that went down with him with a, a video of some sort that didn't quite... So in the most PG way to explain it. That's Yeah, I was trying to get around to it without saying anything. He had relations with his best friend's wife. Which was set up by his best friend. Uh, it was videotaped. In what a pal. S- yeah. Uh, and the friend is um, Buddy the Love Sponge. So if you got friends <laughs> like that. Uh, you go hanging out with the Love Sponge. And, you should know what happens. Right? Yeah. There are no surprises. And in that video, he said some very non-PC things. Uh, it's the non-PC it. things. The sex video, sex video, everybody's like, oh, that happens. No, nobody cared about it. That happens. But then he was saying stuff like the toilet paper should go rolling under. and <laughs> Maybe worse than that. <laughs> Diet's better than original. There's nothing worse than that. <laughs> so he said all that it's stuff. It's over, and everybody knows the toilet paper goes over. If you look at the diagram submitted to the patent office, it's over. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, that's I, true. I won't argue that at all. Uh, so he said all that stuff. He got fired from WWE. He sued Gawker, which released the video. He won like thirty million dollars or something. Wow! Like that. Because he he's won a piece more of crap. money than Gawker is worth. Right. That's weird. That's what's going on. So it's kind of messed up because he he did it, and then now hey, like you yeah, did something it, terrible. Like, Gawker is. Why not, would anybody show that? Gawker is. They don't have the right to release somebody's sex tape. Well, so they they got it illegally. Okay. It was not. They definitely got it illegal. No, and I, I and get then all they that. Released it. I guess the only part that I'm confused about is why is your dirty talk a stream of non PC 
Yeah. Well, he didn't know he was being recorded. Also, so. yeah, sure, maybe that, but why is that a thing that makes other people guilty of you being a jerk? No, I just mean you're you're you know yeah. uh, having relations, and the first thing that springs to mind is yeah, negative things about immigrants. <laughs> or Fivel goes east. <laughs> Get out of here, Fivel. So we're gonna go ahead and move on in the podcast. I think on the last full episode, which might have been 17, uh, we introduced a new segment on the podcast, which all of us will exchange a movie for the other guys to review. I presented the first movie, Critter's going to present the next movie, and if Danger's ever here again, he will present the next (laughs) movie. The first movie that I presented to the guys was Hell Comes to Frogtown. In the future, after the big war... There will come a time to rebuild and a need for a new and special kind of soldier. This man is carrying a loaded weapon. Prepare to meet the next great American hero. That's where you come in. Are you serious? His name is... Hell. Sam Hell. Never heard of you. We're going to Frogtown. And this is the adventure he's been waiting for. We're gonna get him out, and then you're gonna get him pregnant. And if anyone's got a chance in hell of rescuing the virgins from the evil clutches of Toady. It's a miracle. Right. Let's go. And escaping from Frogtown. Go, 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 go! It's Sam. Holy sh! Be there for the action. <laughs> the adventure. Oh, Sam! What are you doing? And be there for the dance of the three snakes. Dance or die. We're all gonna die. When hell comes to Frogtown. Starring Roddy Roddy Piper as Sam. Turn You are one weird dude. Sandal Bergman as Nurse Spangle. Wired to blow. Hell comes to Frogtown. Froggies. Was that the sequel to Fern Gully? <laughs> it's not. Oh. Wait, that that would make the movie good. <laughs> so this is a movie that came in 1988 that stars Roddy Roddy Piper. I'm going to let Critter tell us what this movie is about. So what people have to do in this portion of the movie review, they have to break down what the plot in their own words... <laughs> Give three good points about the movie and give their honest opinion about the movie. And I'm going to go ahead and give it to Critter. Okay, so I watched this movie and I'm going to say it's not great. (laughs) You don't say. Wait till you hear the plot, Ken. (laughs) Oh, I'm bated breath. Actually, the plot, if you break it down, makes sense. It's a post-apocalyptic world. There's some kind of nuclear, like everyone got pissed at each other and just started firing nukes at each other. And in the fallout of this nuclear winter, um, it sterilized most people on the planet. Okay. Most you know, males on the planet. Yeah. Oh, and women. Yeah, no, yeah that's right. That's and right. women. Yeah, yeah. There's very few fertile people on the planet. So when they find fertile people, they become a high commodity for these people to reproduce, to propagate the planet, right? Okay, sure. Here comes the zinger. Unfortunately, there's also this... the the bad thing of the mutation of what the holocaust brought which turned everybody into lizard slash frog people 
<laughs> so at one point, there was this thing called the Dance of the Three Snakes, and you don't know what it's about. Hold on, let me get some popcorn. <laughs> well, you're gonna need some. You're gonna need three holes in the bottom of that popcorn bucket because the Dance of the Three Snakes had to do with this lizard guy's dong. He had three snake dong. He goes, "You have aroused the three snakes uh-huh. in some kind of erotic display by human woman to him," and uh, that was. French braid them into one unit. I know, right? Just be courteous. Yeah, exactly. Get some girth on there. I mean, nothing else. Texture. Is it like okay. the Medusa pubes? Or are they just... Kind of. Yeah, they sort of self... <laughs> or you could do something creative like, look, I can grip a golf ball. or Oh, I can pick up anything, basically. Yeah, you're like the, the claw machine at the arcade. <laughs> I kind of like, dropped oh, it, but I can still grab I, it a I, little bit. I dropped my sock. Just I can do a quick pull-up, a uh, push-up. and <laughs> The pull-up was way better. <laughs> Not to push up. The makeup for the frog people was actually really uh, well so done. Are we on the three good points? I'm, I'm mixing. He them just all discussed the three. Uh, I'm mixing. Yeah, those were the three good things. <laughs> I mean, the plot actually itself isn't that bad. I mean, that make kind of yeah, makes sense. If you take that out of the context of the whole entire movie, yeah, it's not that bad. Well, I mean, like, the way they described it, and they put him in this kind of, like, chastity belt where he only has a flap where he's able to pee out of. Which, by the way, how's he so bad in that movie and pretty okay in They? They Live? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he cared more whenever he was playing in They Live? Maybe. Roddy Roddy Piper, we're talking about. You ever seen They Live? Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, he's... I don't remember him being that bad. Maybe I have to rewatch that movie now. No, no, no he's fact, good in that movie. Because I don't remember that being that bad. Where like he's just bad. No, we start we start our show off every time with a quote from a movie that uh, the only stipulation is it has to contain the f word, and uh, we actually use that line from They Live. You, you're okay. This one, yeah. And I'll let you finish out the rest. You've seen the film, but that was our that was our quote. Like the uh, the astonished old woman. <laughs> but I never. Uh, you're an alien. I don't care what you say. Yeah, he, right. um, honestly, the, the movie wasn't super great. Obviously. With a lot of things, but a lot of boobs. That was kind of cool. There is. A lot the, of boobs. Uh, it's an 80s, There's... like, semi-sci-fi horror movie. They so really he... played it fast and loose with the boobs they back did. then, didn't yeah. they? Oh, yeah, just... by the way, and that's before they had PG-13, so everything, as long as it didn't hit R, was PG. Wow. Oh, yeah, it's true, yeah. Like yeah. Gremlins back in the day. I don't know if or you 16 Gremlins. Candles. I don't know yeah, if you watch yeah. 16 Candles. There's boobs, the F word, multiple times. Boobs and, boobs. The F- boobs and the F word is going to be the title of my memoirs. <laughs> oh, man, you have some whenever, great memoirs. Whenever I get around to writing them. So why would you recommend Hell Comes to Frog down to another person? It's one of those movies you just kind of have to see. To I mean, Hell Comes to Frog. The guy's name is Hell. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's the whole, his last the name. Oh, you always think it's okay, like yeah. it's like he's bringing this kind of like eh. he ends up getting his ass kicked a lot. Yeah, he does. He loses a lot of these fights, and he's a he's a big dude. It's mm-hmm. Roddy Roddy Piper in the eighties. Yeah, he's, right. He's massive. He's and, jacked. And yeah. well, and that's the thing. He even in the movie doesn't look like you know like super um ripped up. But that's a guy. If you punch you, you die. Yeah. <laughs> But he loses so many fights in this movie. Now I'm just like thinking, most fights. Yeah, yeah and, he, he and won the, like two. And the scrawny chick that has the overly sized glasses dominates, even though she aroused the guy with three snakes and kicked him in the three snakes. <laughs> like right in the three <laughs> gotcha, snakes. All Boom. Three in the... Gotcha. Now I'm just thinking of other movies starring Hell. Like he joins the track team, Run Like Hell, or he starts a debt collection agency, Hell to Pay. <laughs> or he's, he gets stuck climbing Everest, hell frozen over. <laughs> All right, so yeah, that's kind of it. But the security chick 
that was on that. Try to bang him. The the one with the guns. That Corporal, was like, whatever. That was driving the truck or something. Yeah, she was really hot. Yeah, she was kind of. She did not age well. I don't know what she looks like now. <laughs> well, like, so I looked her up on IMDb. I was like, man, that chick's hot. And I looked her up. And I was like, ooh. That movie came out in 1988, of course. But in the 90s, she started looking bad. That's she had 30 like, years ago. No, in the 90s, she started looking bad. She only looked good in the 80s. She looked phenomenal in the 80s. And then, you know, I don't know how much control or maybe they don't care uh that certain actors have over their imdb page because even some really prominent well-known actors you'll flip through some of their photos and you'll find some just really not very flattering like they caught them at a weird candid angle and it's a bad flash the picture you would ask a friend to take down on facebook exactly like that makes me look like that's oh get rid of that where did that even come from at least untag me god right my (laughs) face does not do that omg i hope this chick's like omg untag my profile (laughs) randall didn't get to review this movie so we're gonna still wait for randall to come back on the podcast and he's going to talk about this movie you have a movie for me and randall to look at on the next podcast i'm gonna give you a movie i've talked about before on this podcast and it's meet the feebles I have not seen it. It's a Peter Jackson movie. Uh-huh. It's about Muppets. I know I know the movie. And it's about adult situations these Muppets deal with. Basically, they like if Muppets were real people, they d- And honestly, the Muppets had a, a show semi-recently within mm. the last two or three years. The Office thing. Yeah. yeah. And they were kind of trying to play it where the Muppets had a variety show and had to deal with it and all the you know ins and outs of putting it on it's kind of what the meet the feebles so, is about. meet the feebles i didn't know anything about i think until you told me about it on the podcast i think that's when i learned about it and then i went and did a bunch of research and um saw some scenes and saw the pictures of it but i've ridiculous. never seen the whole entire movie together so, so basically it takes what happened in the muppets but turns it super adult it's like so it's a bunch of drug use gratuitous sex violence nudity for no reason, with Muppets. Is Muppets doing this? It's Muppets. Okay. But there's like a hippo. <laughs> there's a something. hippo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a rabbit and various other things. All right. So we'll have that on the next full episode of Someone Nerdy Radio and not a one shot, just uh, our normal episodes, which will probably be like episode 24. So I'll look forward to that. I will look at that movie and maybe watch it. <laughs> there you go. The I'll movie's going to be awesome. It's going to be way, way better than Hell Comes to Frog Town. Stare at the DVD cover. <laughs> You have no idea. Maybe. The hard hell. maybe on him watching it. The hard. No, I'll do it. But the hell that will come, the list that I've done built up since the last one. Yeah, but you're going to like this movie. I actually think I you're going to like it. I probably I think will. You're like when you like told it. me about it originally, I'm like, why have I never seen this? I don't understand. Oh, there'll be a movie about Hell's Mother? Hellraiser. <laughs> All right, we're going <laughs> to. We're going to go ahead and go right into the news. Eh? I've been wanting to do that for months, by the way. Probably longer. Well, you know, we'll stretch it out to a full year. Thank you, Ken, for our new Doom <laughs> news segment. Hey, thank you for allowing me to uh, to fill in on that. Uh, week, not a lot of news this week. Uh, we we haven't been together in, I think, like a month. But we had E3. We had quite a few movie trailers come up. Yeah, we miss E3 news, yeah. which, you know, there you there go. Wasn't, there was some, but we're going to talk about it a little bit later in the podcast. I got a little bit of news. I'll say this. Spider-Man came out on this day that we're recording. Yeah, yeah, it is. Also my brother's birthday. Ah. Alright. Happy birthday, brother. Kind of forgot about it because Spider-Man came out. <laughs> <laughs> I I hope he doesn't listen to this. If he if he Does yells he? at me, oh, well, we'll find out. Does Hallmark nice. make that card? 
I forgot your birthday. Forgot Spider-Man came, Spider-Man out, came Spider-Man out. So came out. way to go. <laughs> Just got to get him a Spider-Man themed birthday card. There's a Spider-Man themed happy belated. That's He'll, that's your card. Well, I wish him a happy birthday, but he, he's not going to be like, "It's not your birthday, dude." <laughs> I mean, as the listeners know, Spider-Man is one of my favorite favorite comic books. Probably on the next podcast we've all seen about him, so we might do like a a mini review or at least talk about it on the next one we'll probably just talk about it It won't be a review episode it'll just we're just gonna talk about it uh so some of the biggest news that i remember from the last time we've been together is the uh mini super nintendo so we talked about it a while back when they did the mini nes so which was the mini one that came as like 30 games i think it was sure uh this one nintendo has announced and it comes with 21 games there's a big game that's involved in this. So I'm going to read out the list. So, so Super Mario World, Super Mario Kart, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, F-Zero, Super Metroid, Super Street Fighter 2, Super Punch-Out, Super Castlevania, Donkey Kong Country, Mega Man X, Kirby Superstar, Final Fantasy 3, Kirby Dream Course, Star Fox, Yoshi Island, uh, Super Mario RPG, Contra 3, Secret of Mana, Earthbound, which is a big one, and Super Goals and Goblin. Now, the game that really makes this whole entire system worth it is Star Fox 2. So if you don't know about Star Fox 2, this mm. game is a unreleased game from Nintendo. They oh, really? worked on it, they finished it, and then when... The day, pretty much almost to the point that they finished it, they released the Nintendo 64, and they didn't want any kind of focus on the Super Nintendo, so they completely threw that game Did away. They scrap oh, it. That's, that's super interesting. So, Star Fox has always been great. Super yeah, Nintendo, yeah, yeah. Nintendo 64, it doesn't matter. Re-release it, I'll Star Fox So all this the way. is an unreleased yeah. game, and the only way you can ever play this game before is from ROMs and uh, hacks that people... It's leaked out on the internet in, in recent years. But you have so to go through some channels. You too. have to do something to do it right you gotta get that kind of like download here and you're clicking the wrong download you're like oh crap now Uh, i have a pdf converter so this is a game that nintendo's never released that's going to be out for us to play and i think the whole thing is 60 bucks honestly there's a lot of worth it a lot of really good games on earthbound alone is a 300 dollars game if you go buy it for me it's it's between Mega Man x and donkey kong yeah yeah they're Uh, all good games the problem is is Okay, so NES released the mini system that had 30 yes. games. Right. There's Which a, was a good deal. It is, if you don't understand emulators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not, for your average Joe, this is a good deal. Yeah. I don't do the emulators just because. Uh, I, I don't either, to be honest uh, with you. I don't. I don't like messing around with my computer that does the editing for the podcast and stuff like that. I don't want to bog it down. Right. So this computer does nothing but edit podcasts or surf the internet so if i can just hook something up to my tv which you can do like in a, the apple pie thing if you can do you know somebody that can do that kind of stuff so you can get every one of these games very easily in a less than legal way i guess is the, the, <laughs> right. think about it this is an official release was a very very cute super nintendo it's tiny it's right. very tiny. Yeah, and and honestly, I think that's the appeal of consoles, period. You know, the great debate between console guys and PC guys. Like, well, I don't have to download this and click that. Constantly and update my graphic card to make sure that I can play this game. I'm, I'm a console guy because mm-hmm. I buy my console. I like consoles. I put it on my shelf. I don't have to update it every year. I don't like the fact yeah. that computer people call themselves Master Race. I oh, mean, it's kind of That is... I mean, there's a whole group I know a that lot did that that's bad. Console. So hot right now. Console. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, <laughs> but personally, yeah, I 
that kind of reminds me. I, I think the guys at Nintendo saw the novelty item of the joystick and button that had 20 or 30 original arcade cabinet games on it, like Centipede. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And you know, even Nintendo's released those things in the past. Oh, really? Like the little nice. baby, like little things that came with like Mario and yeah. uh, some of the more NES things. Mm-hmm. Those things sold like hotcakes because it's releasing to people that are our age that played those games. Yeah. Go, oh, wait, we can sell a whole system? Right. With those old games and not really do anything because we're not doing anything because yeah. we already made those games sure. 30 years ago. Exactly. We just put them on a them. thing that you could have done easily by easily. yourself. Yeah. And I don't have to scour eBay for old cartridges or you know find an adapter that'll put it from coax cable to... S video, video to composite right. to oh, component you, to You had to HDMI. do some real conversion acrobatics. Have you ever had that like little box that you had to hook it up to? You had to switch the knob to like the different channel. Not oh yeah, rough. yeah. Rough. Or the buttons, the buttons. I think it was. It was like it was like a very textile button that you had to press that switched the channels that you ever he had plugged into it. Ours was a slider. It was like a there little sliding go. pot yeah. thing. Yeah, well, and uh, I, I think you're talking about a theremin. That was <laughs> my theremin and our. It was an Intellivision. Nice. Yeah, Playing Virtual Boy. <laughs> Tennis. Uh, sticking on the video game news, E3 happened while we were. Since the last time we recorded, there's only a few games. I know Critter's like looking at me like, it's like I have nothing to say right now. I have zero things to say about E3. Um, Anthem, which is a kind of. Destiny style game where everybody gets an Iron Man armor. Hmm. It's basically the premise of the game. So it's open world. Everybody plays with their friends and everything like that. But everybody gets an Iron Man armor. It's coming from the same company that made Mass Effect. With good feet. They all have good feet. They don't all have good feet. Only the, like, the largest uh, of the Iron Man armors, the, like the Hulkbuster armor. Have good feet? Have good feet. Awesome game. Something I'm looking forward to. I don't think this comes up for like a whole another year now. I gotta say, very visually striking, it looks like. It's yeah. beautiful. It's next yeah. gen, so it's like the PlayStation 4 Extreme or whatever the yeah. hell they're calling it. And then it's the uh, Xbox, which they also announced that E3 is the Xbox 2, 361. I, I Xbox can't One 720. X. One. Xbox One X, which is a stupid name. They really painted they re- themselves into a corner. They, they, re- they really screwed themselves up. PlayStation is like PlayStation, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4. Like <laughs> That all started you know, because it, the done. first Xbox came out, and then there was uh, Xbox 360. Because they couldn't release 2 because Xbox, me and PlayStation, was on 3. They couldn't release 2, so that means they were one behind it. Right. So that's why they did the Xbox 360. Oh, that makes sense. And then they did Xbox One, which is ass backwards to their whole entire thought process. Yeah. So. Well, maybe they were trying to, like, okay, now we're starting... Now we're starting in Xbox 2, Xbox 3, but um, now they don't follow it. No, they don't follow it. A uh, new Super Mario game, Odyssey, was shown, um, kind of shows in Mario in like a, a regular universe where he's running through the streets of a like kind of New York-looking area. That's uh, depressing. It, it kind of is. And then there was the Spider-Man game from on the PlayStation 4 that was mm-hmm. shown. I hate that the outfit awesome. still. Yeah, I want well, the game. It's, it's the, but the the mechanics of it look awesome. Yeah, something like the sneaking around kind of stuff where he is um, just taking down all the bad guys with his spider sense is awesome. Um, so that's the game I'm kind of looking for. It's almost worth buying a PlayStation 4 for. Hmm. The other game, probably the last one I'm going to talk about is The Way Out. So this is a co-op game where that you could only play split screen with another person. It's kind of one of the 
the newer ones that you can do this. Back in the day, you can only play split screen, like multiplayer. Right. So these are, you play a guy and your friend plays a guy that y'all both get sent to prison and you are trying to escape from prison. So both of you have to work together and try to do every single little point of like, I have to steal this shank or I have to distract this guard. I have to steal this gun. And you're both playing it from your own perspective while the other person is playing it. You could only play this with another person. It's no single player whatsoever. If I may suggest a rename. Shaw, uh, <clears throat> Super Shawshank Brothers. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it actually makes it way better. Because that's basically lame. And now that, like, all right, you're just you're just red and then Tim <laughs> Robbins, whatever his name is. <laughs> and then trailers, and we're going to go quickly through the trailers, and we're going to try to go ahead and take a break and get to the nerd talk. Uh, Jumanji? That trailer looks really great. And, and I said this before on the Watch Your Mouth podcast that I was like, oh, my God, they're already doing a remake? Yeah, but, but that was like 20 years ago. Yeah, that yeah, was 1996. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so over 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, a long-ass time ago. Yeah. And, and honestly, they do it in such a different way. It's very cool. When I first started watching the trailer, and you're like, oh, it's a video game system. I'm like, ugh. But how they did it, it's so much different than the original From movie. day one, Rock always said, like, give me time. I will explain to you how this is going to be different. It is different. And it's different. And if you give it just an extra 10 seconds on the on the trailer, you get it. And then it ends up being, like, I watched it. You get Rock. You get Kevin Hart. You get Jack Black. You get some random and chick with a, random hot yeah, chick. Yeah, yeah, So there's a lot of people, like, kind and, of uh, crapping on it because it's not the original. But nobody wants it to be the original. The original the, isn't the that Robin great? Hood. Oh, what the hell did you just say? Dude, okay, if you actually break it down, you got Robin Williams doing great things. But you got yeah. Kirsten Dunst movie, doing her little that movie's really good. tooth thing. And I, that kid that just is, is had the weird the nose. Thing? Is it the tooth thing that bothers and, you about and, the movie? Because the original movie by, is really good. He got killed by Mike Myers in a weird way in a in a in a Remember the dumb elevator of jumanji yeah no i read the book the cartoon was awesome too the book by the way the movie is way different so what i like about this movie it doesn't crap all over the original it's something completely different completely different completely completely different, different. nothing matches at all like at first you're like okay this are gonna play a game but then it's a video game you're like oh lame but then once they start playing you're like oh actually not that bad how much do you think they would have to pay The Rock and tell him one condition, you can do this movie, at no point are you to cock your eyebrow? Impossible. He would get no paycheck. I think that's he would, just, He'd lose that bet. He's I just think like, that's the part of him. I'll, I'll try. The, I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> I think the second you propose it to him, the eyebrow would go up. And like, you lost already, Rock. That's. Oh, I didn't agree. I didn't agree. <laughs> Give me another chance. You lose, Dwayne. You lose. So uh, two Marvel trailers that came out. Black Panther uh, trailer came out. Looks amazing. Uh, it's like a minute and 30. I think it's like a teaser. Um, really good. Go check that out. Uh, I'm really pumped up for Black Panther. Uh, that looks really good. And then Inhumans, which is going to be a ABC TV show. Ugh, that one, it's got some issues. I, I Honestly, it looks okay. But it looks very much like in the same vein like the as Agent of the Shield. Yeah, like and... Definitely the fight scenes were very shieldish. Uh, so it's very low budget TV show kind of fight uh, scenes, but they spend a lot of money on the dog, which yeah, Lockjaw the dog looks which great, adorable. The show is either going to be, I hope it's at least as good as Shield. I'm going to watch it. I- I'll give it a start, but like like Shield, I dropped off after Ghost Rider. All right, and then the last thing we're going to talk about. So the Han Solo movie was um, being directed by two guys that did the Lego movie, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm sorry. Just had a random thought of Han Solo, like, buzzing around in a spaceship, just yelling spaceship repeatedly. (laughs) Spaceship! Spaceship! Both of those guys, uh, depending on what source you look at, either quit or got fired by Disney, the LucasArts, whatever. They have been replaced by Ron Howard. Well, that's a good replacement. That is, mm. If you're going to replace somebody, you replace someone with Ron Howard. Uh, apparently, Ron Howard was in talks to film this movie before they were hired. Um, and he's probably like, what'd you learn? <laughs> you should have hired <laughs> me anyway. Yeah, when they came in, like, Ron, we need to direct this. What'd you learn? So apparently... This is not uh, the staff you're looking for. <laughs> nice. Uh, Lucas Stars and Disney saw everything that the other directors are doing. They were not happy about the direction, and they haven't been happy with the direction for a very long time. They have been in talks with Ron Howard for months wow. to take over. He walked on set the next day after these guys got fired because he just happened to have his schedule free, which means he's been in talks for a while. This all always goes deeper because the guy that's playing Consolo, Eldon Eldridge? Eldridge? I mean... That's if I'm going straight German, it'd be like Ehrenreich. But uh, so the Elden guy that's doing the Han Solo, uh, being Han Solo, playing Harrison Ford, they're not happy with his performance. They apparently well, it's ne- a- it's never clearly specified that they're yeah. not happy. It's just they act they hired an acting coach, Did- which which is not weird apparently, yeah, yeah, but it's weird hiring it this late in the game. In the game. So they've already filmed a lot of footage with this, and now they hired the acting coach. They have fired directors. They have brought on new directors. A new writing crew is apparently coming on. This is in the middle of a movie that's been filmed for two to three months now. Yeah, but Don Glover and Woody Harrelson are in it. Um, apparently, if they don't get cut out of the whole entire movie by Woody Ron Harris Howard, like, I, yeah, cut I don't, out I don't anything. think so either. But. So this this might happen. This might be a uh, Back to the Future kind of scenario. Yeah, they filmed what the whole entire movie. Was um, I always go to Pulp Fiction. That guy. That guy in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I'm totally blanking on his name, which is... Eric Roberts. Yep. No. No, no, no. no. Um, Eric Roberts. That would have been way better. Eric Roberts. Uh, It is Eric something. Let us know in the show notes. Um, Yeah, they filmed the whole movie was uh, Back to the Future was the original guy. The red-headed guy. Yeah, the red-headed guy. That guy. And then Michael J. Fox... Playing it way too seriously. Yeah, Michael J. Fox came and filmed the whole entire movie of every single scene that Marty McFly had to be in. I'm not super worried about the movie. Ron Howard's a good director. And it's coming from Disney, so it... honestly, even if it does bad, it won't matter. It won't it'll matter. make its money, yeah, it'll and make its money. so they can continue on making the movies that they're gonna make. And really, that's what it comes down to. It doesn't matter if a movie's good or bad; it just matters how much money it makes. I mean, yeah. look look at Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, not a good movie, but it made enough money back for it to be like, screw it, yeah, doing I don't it. Care. We do a sequel. We're gonna do whatever. And then Wonder Woman happened. What was the name? Uh, <laughs> Eric Stoltz. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> Wonder- I did, we were talking about. I was talking about this at work with the guy. So that's because we were hung up on the the name, the German name, because we're looking at Alan Ehrenreichlin. Uh, before we go to the break and come Wonder back, Wonder Woman was awesome, by the way. Yeah, I heard it was. I want. I still want to go see it. Spider Woman, uh, Spider Man came out today. I want to go see that. I'm going to go see that. Next I'm week definitely going to so. go see that. I'm going to your brother's birthday party. <laughs> Boom! Before we go to, he's going to uh, be so mad. <laughs> nerd talk. The hell uh, is this guy? In a, a very serious note, Stanley lost his wife. I think the day before we were recording, it was Jonah that. Jonah Lee. Um, she was ninety six years old. Ninety three. Ninety three. Uh, they've been married for sixty nine years, dude. I have met Stanley. Uh, sixty nine. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Uh, I have met Stanley. 
three to four times now, and he is generally really one of the nicest people ever. He's just enthused. Yeah. He's an enthused he person. Is, I met him and stuck my hand out, really kind of expecting like the whole, oh yeah, whatever. And Blow I was off, like, yeah. and I was like, man, it's an honor to meet you. He's like, no, the honor is mine for you to shake my hand. And wow. that came out of his mouth. Stanley is literally the one of the nicest human beings I've ever met. That, so this sucks. Yeah. So. And that just blows my mind. 69 years of marriage. Yeah, I, I don't could, even know if I'm going to be alive that long. I was going to say, I could get married today. and It, it couldn't last that long. That wouldn't last that long. Right. But, but you, Unless you, I just really double down on the vitamins. If, if you think about it, though, I mean, like, that's a fantastic life that they're yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, Without they're both in their 90s. I mean, like, who can live a life of, um, of, like, encouraging an entire generation of people, multiple generations of people, to be like, hey, what I've created, sculpted and molded minds. For... Modern society. Yeah, exa- that's even better way to put it. Yeah. Like, I have done so much, and my wife has been a part of this for so long. Which encouraged him every step of the way. I mean, so. that's beautiful, man. Yeah. I mean, like you can say a lot of things and feel really sad, but for me, I look at it as a, a way for it's just nice. It's yeah, beautiful. It they they had so an amazing life together. Our thoughts go out to the Lee family, Stan Lee and their kids and stuff like that. Um we're going to go ahead and take a break. We're going to come back with Nerd Talk where we're talking about bad remakes and reboot we'll be back in a little bit thank you there are several ways to raise money for a good cause some do it by running marathons some host high dollar dinners and some just do it by clever interneting we here at the watch your mouth podcast employ a different approach wall-to-wall filthy fucking language go to a grocery store i'm like i know exactly what i need i get in there i'm like yeah <laughs> did i even come here for with our charity swear jar every f***ed up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction the motherfucker's a mouth breather gaming movies life musings it's all here served on a bed of f***s and garnished with a crown of shut the f*** up how the f*** did we get here f*** all that f*** a jelly bean so if you want to hear us do good things with bad words check out the watch your mouth podcast on itunes soundcloud facebook or online at wympodcast.com and remember swearing is caring so watch your mouth. Do you ever wish there was an easy way to find out what movies are coming out without having to go through the pain of Googling it? And did you ever wish you could get some random nerd's opinion on those movies? Well, your wishes have come true. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and I have a new podcast called Future Flicks, where I talk about every movie that's coming out during the week, and I throw in some opinions, facts, and even the occasional recommendation. So check out Future Flicks on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Nerds in a Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com Nerds in a Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com Nerds of the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com Hi, I'm Sam Jericho of SomewhatNerdy.com's Nerds in the Squared Circle. Join me, Snarf Chris, and the dude with the headband. We talk about wrestling and more wrestling. Do you like wrestling? Yeah! yeah. Then you should listen to our podcast. Do you not like wrestling? You should still listen to our podcast. Someone to read a comms, Nerds in the Squared Circle. Subscribe to us on iTunes or your favorite podcast app today. Nerds in the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com. And welcome back 
Uh, let's kick off the nerd talk with something a little interesting this time. We're talking about bad reboots. Or remakes. Or remakes. The definition is a little loose. Okay, so, I mean, there is a, a definite difference between a reboot and a remake, but we won't go into that. But we're just talking about what makes them good and what makes them bad. And, well, we're not talking about what makes them good. It's mostly just about what's bad about these particular ones we're going to talk about. And what do you have in mind? Like, what's the first... When you think, you think bad reboot or bad remake, what's the very first film that snaps to mind? Oh, man, the new RoboCop is bad. Okay. It's bad. It's, is it that bad? It's very bad. You've, uh, however, know, however... I understand this about you, kid. You don't watch many movies. I really don't. You're really behind on the movie. Extraordinarily. Like, even the classics that everybody's seen... You've never are, seen. No, like, I've just recently seen Roadhouse. I mean, within the past 24 hours. I, yeah, I know. I saw that on uh, Facebook. <laughs> uh-huh. I can't believe you've never Sam seen Sam Elliott's movie. in there with Adam Mustache. I know. Do you understand that? Uh, yeah, that's, it took me a second to recognize. Where have who, I seen it? Who cares? Patrick Swayze's in that movie. <laughs> but the guy who played... Uh, what, who is he? He's the villain. He owned the town. Town guy. Town guy. I know Town-Z. what you're talking about. I don't yeah. know his name. Though. Yeah, just the villain. Like, I remember seeing it going, where do I know that face? I've seen that guy before. Where do I know him? And then it hit me. That's Jackie Treehorn. The big Lebowski. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure is. Yep. Yeah. He treats objects like women, man. So, Critter, uh, a bad remake? Okay, so RoboCop, the, the, the remake, had some good elements about it. RoboCop, the remake, is a terrible movie if you think about it as a RoboCop remake. Well, yes. Not a bad remake if you think about it as its own sci-fi movie all by itself. Can't do it. It's already... You you can't go into a movie... So if it was called something different, do you think it would be okay? No, because people just compare it to RoboCop. RoboCop existed, and it was amazing. Like, even if you watch Ed 209 fall down those stairs, and it was claymation like you wouldn't believe you're like making uh, the lion noise yeah like done game over that was amazing um but the new robocop had a lot of good things michael keaton playing the villain michael keaton playing the villain is gonna be amazing just like he's the villain in the new spider-man movie he's good he's he's a good actor he can nail a part he did fine jackie earl earl haley it doesn't matter rorschach rorschach exactly he does fine all the actors do a fine job except the guy that plays robocop he's a bad actor he's a bad actor yeah he is the the robocop outfit didn't bother me no it didn't i mean made sense it wasn't as robocopy as the first one which is you're like you looked at you're like oh that's amazing i really want that as Halloween costume, or just in general, I just want to see that costume more. Where the new RoboCop, you're like, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, difference between the movies is the the original RoboCop was he was shot up versus a car explosion. Yeah. Uh, but they made RoboCop in the original movie mm-hmm. a kind of okay. This is a tribute to the person that he used to be. Right. The new RoboCop movie was that dude just trained as a robot now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It loses all of his appeal, especially with the, the terrible actor. This movie is not a bad sci-fi movie if you look at it as by itself. If by you itself, like Michael Keaton, you'll be like, you're gonna like he did movie. a good job. But you're saying if you've seen or even know about the original, then it's impossible to make that separation. <laughs> to be fair, with a lot of reboots, it's hard to get past the original. Yep. And this one does even worse is the fact that guy that plays RoboCop does an even more robotic version of RoboCop than Peter Weller did as RoboCop. Plus, you're mi- you're, you're missing Clarence Boddicker, which, <laughs> you know, yeah. Kurtwood Smith, I mean, geez. If you, if you want to find a charismatic villain 
that guy. That's your guy. I mean, he made the show, that 70s show, worth watching just because he was such a jerk. And he's a jerk in this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big jerk. And, and the original one, I mean. Yeah. Original version of Robocop, he was great in it. And if you watch that 70s show, you know what I'm talking about. He just plays Clarence Boddicker, but I stopped killing people. That's Red Foreman. And sticking on Rorschach, he's Freddy Krueger in the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, okay, so that had potential when I first heard about it. When I was like, oh, he, he's good. He's good. And it's uh, Freddy Krueger. So how bad could it be? Directing and writing, man. That's what it comes down to. When you got a, someone that can't decide where the movie went. The, the problem with the movie, it went either too serious where they're like, I'm going to be like this gritty, scary reboot, but then I'm going to throw in these one-liners every now and then. That was the problem. The dry one-liners They needed, once in a while. Yeah, they needed one or the other. Now, what they need is uh, Robert England, because no matter what you tried to do was a Freddy Krueger movie, Robert England is Freddy Krueger. No, he totally captures Freddy yeah. Krueger, because he's been Freddy Krueger for everything but this one. I don't think he can, he's the... He's not replaceable. I feel like he could be uh, overtime. Overtime. <laughs> Strong words. It, he's gonna be replaced. This this franchise. There's no way they're gonna let it die. No, it, it's a money maker. It um, will be because it will. This is a movie that will always catch people li- watching it. You know, they're gonna know Freddy Krueger. I mean, generations to come, your kids are gonna know who Freddy who Krueger is. Krueger's, yeah. And they're gonna tell their friends, and they're gonna be like, "Who's Freddy Krueger?" And their parents will be like, "Oh my god, he's such a scary person." It's just gonna happen. There's points of the the remake. This was a uh, this is a Michael Bay. Is in production company? Yeah, I think so. So uh, this is the start of the Michael Bay hate on uh, what we're about to talk about later. I'm gonna disagree with the Michael uh, Bay. There we go. Um, look, no, no lie. Like Michael Bay movies. Yeah, I get it. But Michael Bay produced movies? Produced movies? You think are better. I do. Oh, you know what? Actually, they I are see, better. I, I'll, I, I'll he sees potential that. in people. And, and honestly, I respect him for the fact that he's like, hey, man, I like your idea. Let me give you a shot. And for a person that has that kind of pull, more power to him. Because he makes he produces some good. They'll say, yeah, I'm glad you corrected yourself that he doesn't make good movies. Produces. He produces good movies. Produces some made good, two, scary movies. Two good movies. And maybe three. His whole entire life. Look, I'm not here to debate whether Michael Bay is a good director, writer, whatever. Just, just skipped over that completely. He can produce. He recognizes talent. No! 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 Why are you screaming? I haven't even caught you yet. <laughs> Ken, three good movies that Michael Bay's made. Direct it. Um, oh, oh, man, wrong guy to ask. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm assuming all three are. Based on Transformers lore, <laughs> <laughs> hell no. <laughs> the first Trans- Transformers is pretty good. It's it's not a good movie, but it, I like watching the first one. The Rock, Sean oh, he, Connery. He did The Rock. Yeah, that was his movie. Okay. Uh, the yes. Island. Oh yeah, good with, movie. With DiCaprio. No. Uh, was uh. No, I was thinking The Beach. Ian McGregor. Okay, didn't see that one. Was uh Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Nice. And Bad Boys. Bad Boys. I did not know that. Yeah, this is See, only if, three good movies. If I'd have known that he directed those, those I probably would have gone with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he produces, I mean, like... He does produce a lot of things. And he, he's interested in horror and making... Honestly, he's made some... He's produced some good horror movies. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's he's things been behind that he doesn't directly have his hands into that you are know, fine. So James Wan is another person that, that kind of started on the back end of, hey, I'm going to make a random movie with Saw. Right. 
and in it. And the Saw movies I actually like, so. Well, the first Saw one is by far the best. Mm. The acting was not super great, but storyline, twist, and everything. Like, the rest blend into movie. one movie. Yeah. But his, the way he directs and writes, it's phenomenal. And he's starting to produce new movies. Like, from James Wan, producer, which Quentin Tarantino and all these really good directors and writers do, they produce other movies because they see the talent. And they end up making, or, I'm sorry, producing new movies that are awesome. As you might be able to answer this. The Grindhouse. Is that Tarantino production or it's Tarantino? It's Tarantino that's and what I, okay. uh, Rob Rodriguez. That's what I figured. That's a team up. That's okay. like that that's collaboration just kind type of, thing. Kind of crazy nonsense. It's, okay, and that's actually a concept I wish would have picked up, like the old Grindhouse movies where it was like a double feature. And yeah, when that movie got released, it's too actual, long. It was too long, and nobody got it. Like, it wasn't explained enough. We were like, oh, you're going to go watch a double feature. Because they showed trailers in the middle of the movie. They were directed by other people like uh, Rob Rob Zombie Zombie and Eli Roth. There's a couple of people that did stuff in the middle. and That's actually a concept that I wish that got picked up because it's an old school way of doing horror movies. Mm -hmm. But it didn't do well, so we never got it anymore. So sticking with these bad movies. Uh, Sticking with Michael Bay. Actually, so you want to talk about Michael Bay produced movie Ninja Turtles? Yeah, uh, we're uh, gonna completely ignore the second one because the second one's unwatchable. It was bad. The it's... first one, it's a bad movie, but I kind of somewhat secretly enjoy watching it. It's definitely better than the the second, second one. one. Oh, the second one, like I said, is unwatchable. The second one is some of the worst storytelling I've ever seen in a more movie ever. Wow. If you've not, you haven't seen, nope. have you seen, you have, you've seen the first one? Who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. So the, in the second one, the first one is like the origin stories of the, the turtle. Yeah. So they're just know. starting from scratch and yeah. Except they learn ninjutsu from a book. Yeah, they Bull did. Bullcrap. And then, uh. Learned it from a, a Shredder, Shredder was. drenched rat, or it didn't happen. Uh, Shredder, well, they, they he, did. They but did, he but read it in a book. He read it in a book. I read it in a book. <laughs> He found in the sewer, but apparently he became one of the best martial arts experts ever, ever. fighting yeah. his kids. Ninjutsu for dummies. I found a book. I mean, like if that was the case, my life would not be in shambles. <laughs> there are books that solve that problem that I've read. So um, what if he'd what if he'd have found a copy of you know E pray Cosmo? Love? <laughs> they just these turtles Cosmo. that travel and wear scarves all the time. I was just thinking something like uh, you know habits of highly successful people or. Investing for dummies. I mean, can you? Would <laughs> they you watch been the best bankers ever? Yeah, I'm thinking Teenage Mutant Ninja Stockbrokers. Yes, that's what the movie would have been. That's so boring. The Turtles of Wall Street. So the original Bay Ninja Turtle movie was. So we know about the like the problems the movie had. Like it was something that they didn't even put Shredder in. They added Shredder later because everybody complained about it. Wow! I mean, they changed that whole entire storyline for the second movie. The Shredder character that was in the first one, which doesn't make sense because they made him younger and younger. Scarred yeah, and weird. like he was played by a completely different actor. All this other stuff, which doesn't matter because you never saw the actor that played Shredder in the, the first prob- one. Yeah, but the problem was is like he was older and scarred and hurt. But in the new one, he's this young, normal-looking normal young guy, and the youngish. Hit, he didn't get hit with the use. He never. I don't. Does he turn into Super Strutter? No, no. King does show up in the second one. Krang. Krang. Yeah, Krang. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is like Krang and Bebop and Rocksteady were all Bebop and Rocksteady Rock crush part it. of the movie. Yeah, yeah. that is. Yeah, just that alone is like, man, I need to see this. But then when I heard 
what a complete heap this movie was. Just, uh, it's this not actually, worth it, I guess. Actually, the two guys that did Bebop and Roxetti crushed it. Uh, yeah. One of them's um, Seamus, which is a wrestler. Nice. Just want to throw that out there. There's a square <laughs> circle. Shout out. Another one that comes to my head, which when you put it all down on paper, it seems like it would be a good idea. Psycho. <laughs> So uh, I didn't Alfred even Hitchcock. know that this was a remake. Yeah, or which that, is that, co- that, that, or not that I so, didn't know that there was a remake at all. Psycho was remade by Vince Vaughn and and Hesh. Yeah, okay. They did a shot. I don't remember, I don't know who the director was, but they did a shot by shot. I mean, I'm telling you, shot by shot mm-hmm. remake of the original. No variation on it. No own own thought process. No putting their own spin on it. Nothing like that. And you would think taking a Hitchcock movie and it's reshooting it in modern times. Well, that might be watchable. It is god awful i I see here's the thing i i kind of feel like maybe a lot of people have a hitchcock hard on yeah a little bit i mean like when it comes to original movies (laughs) it's hard to get past what the original was hitchcock well it goes back to like oh i read the book and you become a complete jerk when the movie comes out you're like oh the character wasn't named that in the book it was philip with two l's not one it's, <sighs> this is bull crap. that that just strikes just the way you've described it you know just going shot for shot shot for shot. every angle every, every angle every, yeah when I, they do that because they become this art house like it it, it goes from hey, i'm gonna make a movie it's now arty that's that's what i was gonna say it sounds like something that would probably really impress people that are into film as an art form but if you just want popcorn entertainment thriller value you'll just be sitting there going well what what what, what i mean i'm a big hitchcock fan i mm-hmm. i mean i love birds i mean i love all his old movies especially all his, yeah, but like, those were all new when he made them and like th- this one is a shot by shot so you're just kind of like i've seen this yeah yeah i've seen this better yeah not right. even on top of that and yeah not even you, in this you watch it and go like oh man the acting was better 30 years ago doesn't <laughs> right. even make any sense and it's vince vaughn and this is before vince vaughn was like the the comedian um type guy this is in what 98 98 yeah dude i saw uh vince vaughn i didn't even know he was in this movie until i just i saw it years later uh because i was looking scenes up from it because i remember just being really messed up did you ever see the cell yeah 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 Yeah. uh, yeah. he was in that for this freaking guts um, on the rotisserie kingpin from um daredevil gomer Pyle from uh full metal jacket is the main bad guy in that movie it's uh vincent d'onofre other ones that I, I realize are a bad movies, but I still enjoy. Planet of the Apes, the Tim Burton one. Didn't see that one. Saw it, bits and pieces. It had potential, and really, the only thing that really rings true about that movie to me, not rings true, the only thing I really, truly hold on to was the ending. So, the whole movie is forgettable, except the ending. The ending is great. I mean, but it, it also plays up, is it another country or another planet? Is it not? To me, it feels like it should be the same planet. Yeah, but they it's Planet of the Apes, so it should be, yeah. But the movie kind of portrayed it. It's a different planet. Yeah. So there's like different planets. I mean, there's I mean different, different dimensions and stuff or, like that. Yeah. But the ending was kind of cool. I like Marky Mark, which sure. I don't think he likes being called. But I don't think I don't, he cares. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think he cares. Him, he, so. I mean, all the way to the bank. I don't think he worries. Nah. The movie's not good. I enjoy it. There's uh, makeup effects, or practical effects that happens in that movie. Yeah. Uh, the, all the monkey stuff. Yeah. I really like. I like Paul Giamatti in that one. Yes. Paul Giamatti was awesome. Um, Tim Burton's wife, Helena Bonham Carter, uh, is really good in that movie. Whoever plays the the uh, the main chimp 
commander. I can't think of his name in the movie. He is in a lot of uh, Quentin Tarantino movies. Okay. So my correct Eric Stoltz. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. But no. Uh, John Travolta. And this Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> he used to go down all the Quentin Tarantino movie yeah. got actors. Harvey Keitel. Chris Pine. John Travolta. Not Chris Pine. No, no, no. It's Sean Penn. No, what's his name? Chris Penn. Chris, Chris Penn. Penn. Yeah. Chris Penn. Uh, he died. Is he? Yeah, he died. What? Mm-hmm. Like in real life? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't either. A long either. time ago. Oh, Mr. Why do you Mr. think that fat guy hasn't been in anything? He just brought down the podcast. I, I mean, the dude that could just roundhouse kick people. Yeah. I mean, have you not seen Only uh, Only the Strong? Not Only the Strong. Uh, best of the Best? Nope. No. But now I'm just thinking of a monkey dancing around with a straight edge to stuck in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> last few uh, I want to talk about. Godzilla. Didn't see that one. you never seen Godzilla? The remake, uh, not the remake. Matthew Broderick one. Yeah, I saw the the Jamiroquai video that they made for the movie. Deeper it's, underground. It's like seeing the movie. Mm. What about you, Critter? Godzilla, nineteen eighty three, which was well, I'm not a huge fan of Matthew Broderick. Fan eh. of Godzilla? Godzilla, I love like it. the old school. I mean, they redid how he looked. They even made a cartoon after this. Yeah, by the way. they did. They had a whole cartoon where the kids like worked with Godzilla and they followed him on a boat. All across the world, and he solved crime. That was the original Godzilla cartoon in the seventies. Yeah, exactly. So they just redid they the just exact redid same that. thing. Like wow. he like like fought other monsters and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not good, it, but it's in the same art animation as uh, Extreme Ghostbusters. It, well, yeah, it's yeah. Jeff Klein is the producer. Yeah, yeah, he does a lot of that stuff because he did um, um, Jackie Chan Adventures, a couple of other yes. things. Yes, and uh, Men in Black. Yep. See, I'm going through the list that you have printed out here, and astonishingly, a lot of these I have neither seen the original nor the reboot. How about Friday the 13th? Bits and pieces. Original? Yes. Good God, man. I think... Um, we have a, have a movie this oh, I know. week with you. Total I think re- this is Dan's biggest problem with Ken. He's like, what? You haven't seen this? And yeah. Like, like, this not even like after, oddball movies. I know. Every Believe ep- me. I know. After every, every episode of Watch Your Mouth, Dan's like, oh, you haven't seen... Oh, we'll, we'll sit here and watch this movie. And, da- well, and he I, makes you do that now. He does. Yeah. yeah Ken has Roadhouse. to be like, all right, cool. Yeah. I mean, if you want, I'll I'll lightning through this list. If you want to find out exactly how disgusted you should be with me, you've never seen any of these original movies, huh? Uh, let's see, should I go through the list, or yeah, should we just sure. okay? Uh, Godzilla, no for either. Uh, Psycho, no for either. Planet of the Apes, no for either. I've seen Rise of the Planet of the Apes, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he's he's losing it over here. <laughs> Robocop, yes, haven't seen the remake though. Uh, Fantastic Four, yes. I mean, the original, like, Michael Chiklis. Yes. Rima sucks. We're going to skip over it. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninja Turtles, animatronics, or GTFO? Good answer. Yeah. Wicker Man, didn't see the original. Oh. We're going to go back to the Wicker Man in no, a second. We're gonna, go well, let's close it on Wicker oh, Man. Oh, did I see the remake for that one? Let's close it on Wicker Man, because we obviously... Oh, we've it. got opinions on that one. Red Dawn, uh, no to either. You've never seen the Patrick Swayze version. I have not. Total uh, Recall, three boobs, that's all I remember. Friday the 13th, no to either. Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, maybe? I think I saw Freddy I think, Goes I, to Hell. Uh, so Friday the 13th, I know Critter likes this movie. I, You know what? It's not as bad as people say. I haven't seen it in a really long time. It, I saw it when the movie came out, so it I really know kind my of opinion now. It really kind of explains why Jason's everywhere at the same yeah, that time. Yeah, that bothered me about when I watched it originally. Well, because you looked at him as a supernatural character. Yeah, I want him a supernatural character. I know, but they explained him that he still has supernatural powers of has, strength um, and agility. Ken, since I know you just said you've never seen this movie. Yeah. He has tunnels all over like, this his whole land. entire land. That's how he's able to show up anywhere at any 
any time. Like literal tunnels. Yeah. Like literal tunnels like, underneath And the he has bells hooked up. So when so people he knows trigger him, he goes, are. oh, that person's there. And he hangs out over there. And it runs over there. So it's like a mole with a machete. Yes. Okay. It bothers me. <laughs> the only good thing about this, it has Sam from Supernatural. And I love Sam from Supernatural. Well, everything Supernatural right. is amazing. Could there at least be another element to that? Like instead of running, he has an adorable little mine cart. On uh, rails. That's the pump. Like a Segway. Like yeah, there it's you on go. a Segway. And then it goes that way. <laughs> no, I, I disagree. This was a good movie. Skateboard. I don't think it's a good movie. It, it, was, it was. But again, I haven't seen it since the movie came out and I refuse to watch it. It was a good it movie. He, it, he got the people that needed to be God. Razor Scooter. And he got the mask. And it... he didn't have the mask. They, they covered everything. They went from the mom to the burlap sack to the hockey mask. They covered everything. Honestly, I think it's well covered. What was the other one? Red I think, Dawn? I think one that was a little bit more... Ugh, like Friday the 13th, it's good. Red Dawn, the remake? Ugh. There is such a pacing problem with the new movie. Like where they do the, the montage where they're just all getting better at being... Good at being soldiers. Yeah. It's when they're so fighting a military. Weird. And this has um Thor, uh, Chris Helmsworth in it. Even that didn't save the movie. That movie? Okay, so Chris Hemsworth, you're like, all right, he's a good dude. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it I'll out. I'll probably watch this movie. And then you watch the, the, the fat guy from Josh and Drake who got who was fat and now is skinny, skinny. And he was this football star. And now he's this now supreme soldier. Get out of here. Get out of here. That ruined the movie. Pick anyone else. It was Josh. It was Josh that ruined this movie for me. The whole movie is bad. The movie's not great. It's and, not. and the thing was, originally they were picking uh somebody like a country that the other the when the country found out it was like, oh, it's about us. We're not cool with that, so they changed it to North Korea. Was it North Korea? Yeah, it was. It was North yeah, Korea, yeah, yeah. but I think originally it was China. And they um invade California. I think it was Washington. And they take over a whole entire town. North Korea does. Yes, in this movie. Hmm. In the original movie, it was. Russia or something like that. No, I think it was. Yeah, it was Russia. It, yeah, was, it was Russia, Russia because I mean it was the Cold it's War. the 80s, so right, red. Yes, well, and Korea's it's, got a, a lot of it's red about this like group of kids that go hide out in the woods and fight them. Guerrilla tactics start taking out the town that they took over. I will say this. I mean, like the original one's good. Don't say anything bad about the original. Bro, <laughs> I need you to rewatch it and go play by play. I haven't seen it in a while. And I, I want you to rewatch the acting in it. And it's going to be 80s acting. So I got my 80s. A lot of leeway there. Yeah. You got Patrick Swayze in there. And you got Charlie Sheen being the voice of reason. Yeah, and I forgot about that. Already you should know that's And they always terrible. scream, Wolverines. And and Wolverine is not there to snickety snick. Also, I mean, yeah, I feel like, I think that's the perfect way of putting it, saying that you have your 80s hat on. Just sort of the way that, Gerda, you were talking about watching old westerns and how they'll just end. Yeah, that's they're what 80s, just westerns. That's what westerns every old dead. movie. <laughs> every old right. movie just ends. There won't be a button or any kind of nope. closer. It just kind of laughs. What happened to that guy that got shot in the gut? I don't know. Use your imagination. <laughs> that's what I don't know. It's not my problem. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Credits. <laughs> Old movies did that. They did that a lot. And you know what? I, there's one more on this list that I'm very passionate about, and it's Wicker Man. Oh, God. What's about Wicker Man? This is a good movie. You know what? I'm not even going to say anything. Ken, why don't you fill us in on what you feel about Wicker Man? Okay. I saw Wicker Man. This was years ago. Have you ever seen the original one? I have not. Okay. Uh, doesn't matter. You don't need it. You don't. <laughs> no. Uh, I, w I wouldn't imagine. I mean, if even if it's a bad remake... 
and the original is much, much, much better than that. It is. It's still mediocre. It still at can't best. be a good movie. Exactly. So I was watching it with a couple of friends, and if you see the movie, I mean, if you get the chance, pass. But <laughs> hard, we, pass. We hard pass. Not even a semi-soft maybe. Solid rock granite pass. Like you're kind of horny, maybe. It's like right. eh. that's how much I want to pass on this film. So we see it end. Which, by the way, just ends with something catching fire. You know what? I'll just, you know, you're not going to no, see the movie. you're going to ruin it. Yeah. It's a garbage film. I'm going to go ahead and ruin it. You said I can ruin it? No, you can. Yeah. Okay. There I go. Yeah. So, Nick Cage gets lured to this island from his estranged spouse. Saying, In the most asinine way possible. Because it doesn't make sense. He's like, he's lured there. And then he's stupefied by people like I, I, I don't know yeah it's, it's, it's by his wife who says that their daughter's everyone, in trouble which she's missing or something like that but they want th- they want him there but when he gets there everybody's mean to him yeah like like and they and then they raise bees which brings up the thing you catch more bees with honey, honey. than vinegar and then they're yeah. just a dick to him the entire time. Yeah, he shows up exactly the entire island. It's very like men are just treated like shit. You know, like he walks in on a class where little girls are being told what pieces of shit men are. It's very it's very bizarre. And then by the time everything the water's kind of clear, is realized. Oh well, turns out we brought you here because we have this big festival every year where we find a, a man, burn him alive in this big pile of sticks, and that brings back our. F- honey harvest oh wait i'm swearing now <laughs> it's fine it's all beep i mean but it's wicker man it brings it out of you because it yeah. makes no sense they they lure him there because they they need him they need him they're like right. we they... have to have this person and then they're just a jerk to him the entire time like no you don't even belong here why are you even here like all right well, i'll just leave oh crap oh crap we we screwed up we screwed we up. need you here no, 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 no! Come back, come I've, back! I've only seen this movie really drunk once. Yeah, that, well, that's exactly how I saw it, and so it, it ends with him getting this knocked down and tortured, and then he gets stuck in this giant pile of sticks, set on fire, and then the pile of sticks falls over. Screen goes black, and the, one of the guys I'm watching the movie with goes, "Oh, don't you dare! I dare you to roll credits! Don't you dare!" <laughs> Boom! Credits. This this is a hot. <laughs> ah, what is this? This is a hot topic. on watch your mouth because we're just like, mm, you better yeah. not. You better not. The do not roll credits. Oh, you just. Oh. However, there are some redeeming qualities when Nick Cage just like just, just. I heard this is more of a comedy than anything. He nah. kicks the hell out of some chick right into a wall, <laughs> and then just smokes another one in the face, and then takes her bear suit. Yeah, those are the plot points. And then when he's in the bear suit, he smokes a third one in the face with the bear suit on. It's it is a movie. Sh- yeah, that's movie. the whole movie. That's the movie. Also, Roll he's credits. allergic to bees. Yeah, and that's not a good thing. If for the highlight of a movie is a guy going around battering women, that's a terrible movie. With a bee allergy. With a with a horrible bee allergy. You go to an island filled with bees, and you have a bee allergy that hit that hits women. I mean, like, what'd you expect? Yeah, if that's You're the, gonna get burned. Right, right. If that's the silver lining... <laughs> Why am I burned? Oh, wait, I hit women and I'm allergic to bees. <laughs> so, on that note, we're gonna go ahead and start closing out the podcast... Uh, do thank, not watch that movie. Thank you, Ken, for being the only movie you've seen off this whole entire list that I, I composed was Wicker Man. Happened to be the one that you didn't see. <laughs> or you saw once while I've drunk. I've seen once when I was drunk. I've always, I, I pictured a scene where he has the, uh, the, bee, the bee, bee thing basket on his head thing, yeah. And he's screaming. That's the only thing I remember about the whole entire movie. Yeah, they just, they dump bees into the basket, which kind of puts him in this. Why is it burned? The whole time yelling while yes, bees are Yes, that's what I remember. Them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Puts him in this anaphylactic stupor, and then they put him in the big wicker man, set it on fire. Then he's screaming while he's on fire, 
movie. Then the, then the movie ends. That was it. Roll credit. So the big island full of crazy witches got away with it. That was that was it. Like, Here's a big, long, stretched out, by the way, the bad guys win. But you've never seen the original. No. So the original is like touted as like a, a classic. It's, it's a well put together movie. We'll see. Apparently, see, I need to, I've never seen the original. I'm gonna one. strap on a bear suit and go on a critic punching spree. Like, <laughs> Who, oh, said that? Who, Who said what that? What hipster said that? <laughs> Thank you, Ken, for being here for a full episode of Somewhat Nerdy. Thank you Radio. very much for having me. Much this appreciated. Is episode twenty one. In episode 22, we're going to have Dan on with us talking about cryptozoology. And then on 23, we're going to have a crossover episode with Watch Your Mouth Podcast and us. Getting everybody in. Nice. Getting everybody in. Uh, So everybody stay tuned to that. It's going to be a couple of weeks from now. Again, thank you, Ken. Thank you. Plug um, Watch Your Mouth. All right. The Watch Your Mouth Podcast. Much appreciated. The Watch Your Mouth podcast can be caught on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Google Play. You can get in touch with us through Facebook. You can get in touch with us through SoundCloud. Drop comments. You can email us, podcastwim at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram. Sign up for our newsletter through the Gmail account. Uh, that gives you links to our merch page. Participating in things like our zombie game. You want to find out what that is. Uh, we also do have a snail mail address. But I don't have that on me right now, so... We've gotten stuff, though. We have gotten stuff through snail mail. Go listen to the show to get that. How about that? Yeah, there we go. There will be links to everything in the show notes page on SomewayNerd.com, as always. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, eventually YouTube again. I, I know I always say that. You'll get uh, there, bud. I'll get there. You'll get there. Uh, go buy t-shirts. We have a merch store. Go buy t-shirts with our show's logos, uh, the other shows in the network, Nurses Square Circle, and Future Flexibilium. They have logo shirts. Go check out those shirts. It helps support the whole entire podcast network as a whole. If you're listening to us on iTunes... And watch your mouth podcast. Yes. Go leave us a review. Five stars. Start slinging stars. Uh, eventually, uh, Danger is going to be back, so he can promote that a whole lot better than what I do. Five stars. Five stars. All, All the stars. It <laughs> doesn't matter what it is. It could be five. What if someone's like, hey, I'm going to leave six stars one day? Five stars. Five stars. Now we should do all stars. Give me all stars. Uh, we miss Danger. Hopefully he's going to be back sometime in the future. But I see the future. He will not be here at least for three shows in a row. You got some psychic powers going on. <laughs> he's just um, calling. I don't believe it. You know what? You want to put money on it? I will put money on it. How much you want to put? There's a little bowl on the table that says Danger coming back eventually it's just a bunch of that's our swear jar (laughs) uh again ken thank you for joining us on this episode thank Uh, you it's been nice to having you absolutely great to be um, here i'm glad i finally got to see the inside of the studio this is uh yeah a lot of people walk in and they're a little taken back oh yeah it was it was i don't think people realize how big of a nerd i am until they walk into this room and they're just convinced wholeheartedly you're a loser just like awestruck heavier been laid but i have kids so i have proof at least at least twice for a second i thought you were asking me that no not you i'm talking about me (laughs) i'm not in your room (laughs) i've had the odd good weekend so anyway (laughs) we have been your host i am snarf chris i'm critter i'm ken good journey nerds good journey nerds good journey nerds You may right. have been the wrong person to have on this episode. Yeah, if you're... If you're <laughs> you ever seen a movie? Can't, nope, nope. Never seen it. Never seen Mo- it. A movie? Movie.